thought I did a good job. All Thanks, right. Man. Looks like we're crispy. We're all good. Awesome. Welcome up back, everyone, to the DJ Life Podcast. Today, we have Mr. A-Rock, and we have Howard in here, our cruise ship DJs. Um, burr, burr, burr. Burr. There you, it is. I need a sound burr, effect burr, burr. board. You have one. Burr, burr, burr. There, there you are. Eric, as always, joining me here. Um, obviously, this show is very unstructured. We just sit here. We talk the shit. We talk about everything uh, related to business as much as we can on this podcast. Don't really dive into the gear and everything because that's what all the other videos and everything are for. Unless it's <laughs> unless it's relevant to some degree. So, awesome. Um, guys, welcome. What's up? How you doing? Um, Good to be here. Absolutely. Um, I, I assume... Most of our viewers probably don't know you guys um, necessarily, so it was curious. It's a lot of YouTube, a lot of YouTube kids. Yeah, a lot of YouTube kids to some degree. But um, wanted to see if you guys wanted to. Either of you guys wanted to start. Not really sure who wants to start, but talk about kind of uh, the background of where you came from in the DJ industry and how you got into cruise line DJing because that's just so interesting how that happened. I know a little bit about A Rocks, but curious to hear whichever one of you guys want to go first to talk about. Kind of how you got in. Let's it. do left to right on the screen so they don't interrupt. So uh, who's A- left on A- your screen? A Rock first, and then we'll get to Howard. <laughs> like, All right. So uh, my name is Aaron Thomas, DJ A Rock. Um, I'm here in Athens, Ohio, right now, uh, right off the campus is OU. But I've been DJing for uh, just over 20 years. Um, Took it, you know, took it to the next level when I came to college, uh, basically paid my way through college with DJing and then, um, you know, just kept pushing to be more professional as far as the business and take the, you know, as far as weddings and other things. And then um, started attending a lot of conferences. Um, and about six years ago, I attended the uh, DJ Expo and Carnival Cruise Line was there uh, doing open interviews, which I didn't know at the time because I walked by their table about six times. And I finally looked at my wife. I said, why is carnival here are they giving away cruises or what's going on so yeah so that that opened the door up for me to start cruising all right next howard howard wallach i go by the uh nickname top dog i have top dog a solopreneur pushing out special events entertainment and production since 1987. True, the, the great oh, I'm in my 36th year of being uh, a weekend warrior. I uh, do all kinds of special events, and I'm very blessed. I've got a wonderful clientele, a lot of repeat business, uh, like A-Rock, uh, civic, corporate, and social clients. And, um, you know, for me, getting into the world of, cruise ships it's not it's not a wealth builder it's not something you do to make a living it's uh for me it's it's very different pay structure than clubs pubs and of course special events but i did it because it was kind of a bucket list i always viewed that the guys that did it were much younger with not a lot of uh obligations and they could go for long stretches of time And when I became aware that there were opportunities for short-term contracts, I, my big ears perked up and I uh, started throwing myself into the conversation. And I think like most of us, networking and building authentic relationships led to more serious conversations and more serious opportunities. 
And because I tend to follow up and, uh, you know, I'm honorable with my word, I was able to get in the right place at the right time. It started a few years back with, with this brand. Uh, it's a European brand that came to the States in about 2017. Previous to that, MSC was uh, doing wonderful uh, high-end cruises for passengers in Africa, Asia, Europe. When they came to the States, they had a real identity problem because so much of their efforts were European in nature. And the American clientele that they were trying to appeal to out of Florida was not having it. They were uh, disappointed at the food. So like, for example, um, Americans want big, big buffets and nonstop <laughs> eating. Blame that on carnival. You know, so imagine, That's imagine what I like. Going to, <laughs> I mean, imagine you are American. <laughs> and there's a little cube of food on the plate. It just doesn't cut it. In right. the theater, they were doing opera and classical music. And Americans want Blue Man Group and Michael Jackson lookalike. And the cha-cha slide. <laughs> Oh, cha-cha yeah, so, all day. Bro, I'm the, a cha-cha slider. The DJs were <laughs> more likely to not integrate with the audience and sort of DJ at them. And after lots of polls and lots of negative reviews, they started changing their brand. And I was tapped really to Americanize the experience, to give sort of an interactive, maybe higher energy um engagement with the audience. And so after great reviews, they started shifting that way. So I was kind of, kind of part of a wave that uh, changed that sort of perception of what the entertainment experience was on MSC. Uh -huh. Cool. When did, when did you start with MSC? Before the pandemic. So winter of 2019. Gotcha. And um, I, I, I have a, a broad past of traveling. I, I've been very fortunate, whether it's destination weddings or uh, just making my mark. So literally right before this gig, I was DJing in Bali, you know, which is really exciting and kind of sexy when you're a Midwest guy, um, you know, and I, I, I jumped all over it. I had this great experience. I literally came home and then went off onto the ship. It ended uh, because of COVID. Um, Mm -hmm. There was one fateful day, A-Rock, I don't know your story, but I was on the ship and we were hearing notes of pandemic. Something was happening in Asia. Something was happening in <laughs> Italy. And when I got on the cruise, they said, oh, we're not we're not going at full capacity because um, something like 800 Italian passengers were stopped at the port. They couldn't even enter the ship because mm -hmm. of what was going on. So one fateful day, the, sh the captain said, um, all staff, please report to the theater. The captain said, please watch this video from our CEO. And in his very thick accent, I'm sorry to report it when we land in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, not only are the passengers disembarking, but all employees, 1,400 staff from 90 different countries. It was, it was a logistical nightmare odyssey, like how they got everybody home, you, you could hear the gasp in the crowd, right, A-Rock? I mean, people were like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, I got a, I thought I got off right, 
right at the end of January of uh, 2020. So, you know, we kind of knew something was going on in December, January, like mm -hmm. everybody else. Mm -hmm. Everybody had the flu or people was getting sick and so forth. Um, you know, and it was a logistic nightmare. I got I got home, you know, but I have friends that's on the ship. And what Carnival did, you know, hats off to Carnival, because mm -hmm. um, when they start flying people home, um, people were getting stuck mm -hmm. and they're connecting flights. So people was going over to Germany, you know, that was trying to get to Eastern European. You know, they they were stuck. They and they couldn't go backwards. So Carnival stopped flying people. Wouldn't let them return home. Yeah. Right. Yep. So Carnival wound up meeting. Uh, they wound up meeting in the Bahamas. Uh, say uh, towards the middle of the yeah. summer, all the ships met, and they basically um, was moving crew members from from each ship on lifeboats, and they had a different ship going to a different part of the world. So they uh -huh. had the Caribbean crew members. On one boat, they had the Eastern Europeans. On another boat, they had the Indians going one location, the Filipinos going this location, and Americans. They were just trying to get off through customs. <laughs> they were just trying to get trying to get it, the Americans it off. It is consistent. It is consistent with the sheer amount of logistics that these international companies are pulling off. I mean, I'm sure you've seen, you know, on on uh, Netflix, like a behind the scenes of the the operation of a cruise ship. It's it's actually kind of beautiful. You know, here we are as mobile entertainers and we're, we're in our own heads about how we run our company to watch this amazing choreography of what happens with all the different departments, the safety, the communication, you know, just the, the it's 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 very impressive to watch these brands do what they do best. And I felt like a fly on a wall. I really was like watching you know, the way they handle food service and, you know, and, and the people that clean the rooms and the ship and constantly wiping down. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I thought Disney was like the ultimate oh, no, hospitality, right? Five star, <laughs> right? But these ships are expressing the best possible service at, at a six star level. Yeah. Yeah. And I just got back. So I went back uh to the ships uh the end of october so i never leave athens before homecoming rick no i'm always working homecoming here at ou bro i've only but ever been leave. to one fucking homecoming because he always passed out <laughs> you no no out. literally i was never there i was always djing somewhere <laughs> is that how you guys know each other yeah we or, yeah he's originally? he's based in athens is that yeah. where you're from that's where i went to college oh okay yeah. so being like, a being I'm a probably... dj that was actually pretty good it, it, i got on his radar pretty quick i'm geographically <laughs> challenged uh yeah. therefore the point i know part of I've, ohio i i know where i've been in ohio and i don't know shit else i actually don't even know shit about where i've been it's just like you went to columbus there. you drove up to columbus before right yeah, yeah you probably drove through athens okay yes it's like cow fields pass, and yeah. like normally you go up 77 then you get off on was it 330 or something yeah, you sound like yeah, my dad you, you see no, 33 anyways anyway, talking yeah. about your logistics though i'll try and find it and put it in a comment but there's a guy on youtube that made a really really good documentary on how the cruise ships Car carnival in specific how they got all their team members and how they function throughout the whole entire shutdown because they didn't have any ports to go to yeah 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 <laughs> it, it was, was it, it was, was a lot it, it's very fascinating how all that worked because you like described it to me and then i stumbled across it i think it's i can't remember who it is it's a really popular guy on uh youtube that makes a lot of documentaries some of the ships have their own island yeah yeah and yeah they use, and they use that because they had to they had to resupply and uh -huh. refuel 
Yeah. I, I think but a lot of, a lot of ships wind up out in the Philippines uh, towards the end of the pandemic because that was one of the few ports that was letting people fly in and out, you mm-hmm. know, still getting people on and off. Um, when I went back, I you know flew out to L.A., so I joined the uh, Radiance in October. So this was a ship that was supposed to be ready last year, but got put off due to the pandemic. So it was the longest yeah, over. uh, overhaul um, <laughs> of a ship. I think it was like 500 something days. Usually when they take a ship in and they go retrofit it, you know, kind of dry dock as they call it, usually it's in there for maybe 60 to 90 days. Mm-hmm. This was like 583 days. Jesus. So they basically, so I don't know if you ever been on the ship, but they, you know, you know, most of them 14 stories tall, you know, 1500, 2000 feet long. And they basically cut the rear of the ship out and added a whole nother section of rooms. They don't spare expense. They they do not spare expense. They they might now. (laughs) No, I'm just, no, no, actually logistically they're in that documentary. They talk about how much cash flow they have, like in assets and like sitting around. Oh, yeah. And even through the pandemic, they had ridiculous amounts of money still just left over. They talked about how yeah. long they could survive, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things, man. It, it's a huge company. That's what people don't realize is, is, you know, like my dream was always to DJ in Vegas, but then I start working on the cruise ship. I'm like, this is like Vegas every seven days uh-huh. because you got you got four to 5,000 people on board every seven days. Now, if you want to, the ones doing short runs, the one I was doing, we had, you know, 3,300 to 4,000 guests every three to four days. And that was a turnover every three or four days. That's you got a cool. new group of people come to the club. I just, Not saying you're getting that many, yeah. though, but still. I just of got people. off of Celebrity, which is part of the Royal Caribbean family. Mm. Yeah. And it is, it is a surreal amount of, of, of staff and uh, the amount of ships and all the things that they're, they're doing. All of the ships consistently, they're not into hiring individuals, right? They have agencies for almost every department. So they want to hire contracts. And this is probably no surprise, but they're not interested in short-term anything. They want people um, that they can train and have uh, consistency over three, four, six, nine months. And they, they put carrots in front of you to go even longer. They incentivize people to be on these ships for long periods of time. There are exceptions to all of this. Like when I was a celebrity, I'm a a visiting artist. So I'm on the passenger side as a guest and that's its own discussion. But um, getting in with these uh, agencies, um, you know, you have you heard of Rob Natigal guys? I haven't. Oh, yeah. So he's a guy that is really a power player in um, placing talent um, with the the scenarios that are looking for it. So it's the most simplest thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, have a resume, have video, raw video of you performing, right? Have an active passport, be vaccinated. So if you take out all the politics and you understand that an adult company is hiring an adult position, <laughs> set yourself up for success and don't wait to yeah. the last minute. If anybody was interested in resort work or, or cruise work, 
these are the minimums. Yeah. It's not yeah. about, well, I don't want to be vaccinated and I, my, my, I let my passport go or I don't have a video and why would I need a resume? If that's the general attitude, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't for you, right? This is for people that want to be in this sort of hospitality space. Um, yeah. And I think A-Rock would agree, the DJ part of what we do, you know, yeah, it's exciting, but you're also a brand ambassador. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, entire yeah, time we're living with these passengers and yeah, it's yeah. all about the customer experience. And I think that some DJs, sadly, they live in their whole, whole head and think it's about the music or it's about the gear. It just isn't on on a cruise ship. It's, yeah, it, 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 it's totally. because I am come, I come on as an employee. So I am part of the crew. So I have a uh, crew responsibility. So, you know, you run into a, a few different things when you're on board um, versus as a fly on, as they call the comedians. But the, uh, you know, the, the crew life is a little bit different than a fly on because I have duties outside of my DJ, you know? So a lot of people are like, well, I heard you guys are doing multiple things. So, on board yeah you know because you're part of the team you know it's 1300 people on board now you know we i used to have to do embarkation and life uh life best training you know so i run embarkation and then i'll you know go you know when we get ready to sell away go show the guests how to don a life jacket um and then you know you had a couple of there you know a few other things you had to do throughout your you know your day of work besides dj but that's just part of the team effort like you what? Know, a lot of people are like well i'm not doing that you know, well so with the pandemic you know, it was it was a different situation than pre-pandemic, you know, so. But what about pre-pandemic? Pre Other than like washing your hands and doing shit like that, whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, what was so, day? So, so my day, I got a video, I got a few videos on my channel. So people always randomly hit me up because people was hit me up when I first started doing it. It was like, hey, you know, how do I get a job? What is life to be on there? You know, steady text people. I, I did a whole contract that I just shot like my day on the ship pre-pandemic. Um, I did another another group of videos post pandemic, but we got emails telling us to kind of keep our social media stuff to a limit. So my last contract, I barely post anything. But, you know, so my day is a full day for embarkation. So when I say embarkation, that's the day a new group of guests get on. So you got embark, got debark. Um, so embarkation is the first day of the cruise. You know, you got guests coming on. Now you're one of the first voices they hear as they getting on the ship. Uh, I'm usually playing music in the atrium. So I'm watching all 3000 guests get on throughout the morning. So I may start from 11 to three o'clock and I'm playing music from 11 to three o'clock. Um, giving that Caribbean vibe, that vacation vibe, um, using online dances. Was that a hundred percent agree. You're, yes. That. Talk yeah, about so, the ultimate crowd reading. <laughs> 
Well, you know, <laughs> it's vibe. It's vibe. Yeah. It's not. It's a vibe. It's not I know, but and, like and, you're and you're seeing every single guest come on there, so you like are getting a read from like what your demographic is coming into that cruise, which is super well, cool. It, well, actually, so what Carnival does, we get an email to let us know the guests that's coming on. Like, oh weeks shit, really? Before. So we kind of know, like, all right, we got you know four thousand people coming aboard. 1500 is coming from North Carolina, you know, 300 is coming from Ohio, 200 from Texas, 100 from Canada, you know, we know, and then we know the age and we know the, you know, gender, <laughs> we know, all right, we got, you know, 55% oh, of damn. the people is female under the age of, you know, 40, you know, so you kind of know what to expect. Um, and it, it varies. Like I always work the holiday cruises because most people don't want to work Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, which I don't mind. <laughs> Uh -huh. So I'm always working the holidays, but you know, we kind of know, but it's up to you. I always tell people, if you're a DJ to hate requests, do not work on a cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually I have no idea. I want to add funny. something. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I too was an employee when I was on, on the MSC ship and it's true. Different responsibilities. You live behind the scenes. You have mm -hmm. a roommate. Um, you're eating in the mess hall. You wear a badge. Yep. You're responsible for crew drills, yep. um, team meetings. On the um, on the other side, when you're a, a, a guest performer, you're on the passenger side. So I just had a wonderful experience where I, had, I did not have a roommate. I did not have a badge. I was not using the rear elevators. I did not even <laughs> hold different whole right. different vibe. Um, but you always know in advance. It's not like oh, you're a DJ. They're going to go make you work um, and be a babysitter. That's not what Aaron's talking about. It's it's that you have responsibilities to the ship. Yes. Many brands want you to, before you arrive, um, get certification in Red yep. Cross, um, in fire and, and, and water safety. So before I uh, got on the ship initially in 2019, um, I spent a week in Fort Lauderdale and I was immersed in a eight hour day, five day course. My entry to the ship wasn't just my passport. It was the slew of paperwork to say, yeah. I. I am, certified. I am, I'm Seafair. verified. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And what we got on Makes Carnival sense. is that we have it all, uh, it is now via a tablet. So we can take it in our cabins, you know, and we get different certifications. Like, um, when I got on board last time, they had changed the uh, social media policy. Cause you know, once again, you know, I get in people like, well, I don't know why we can't post this. Well, you're working for a billion dollar company that sees, you know, a hundred thousand people every week, you know, you, your actions on social media reflect them. Right. So you can't just be posting all the most random stuff on your, your page because it reflects them. So, you know, and that was one of the things that came up was that we had to watch what we post during the pandemic, you know, because we were running, you know, like 60% capacity for a while, you know, so you didn't want a big show in the big, large gatherings, you know, cause the perception is, all these people don't care. What they don't know is that we're doing everything and then some that make sure everybody's safe. You know, we all had to be vaccinated. They started doing boosters. We had to wear our masks indoor, outdoor. Uh, we had to keep social distance. You know, it got to the point that we wasn't taking requests from guests um, because they was trying to keep us distance from the guests. And you're like, this sounds like the dope. best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle, in the middle of this last tour that I did, um, one point is initially got on and that we were told no you cannot get off the ship at the ports yep that sadly that's too. where the cellular service is yep yep that um, happened to us <clears throat> but number two i wanted to say i'm um, speaking to to what he said earlier about knowing the demographic 
it just so happens that you 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 learn this, but the longer the cruise is, the older the demographic is. <laughs> the so, journey cruises. <laughs> like the journey cruises, the, the 10 day, the 11 day. And then there's another phenomena called back to back. Oh, man. Right? So you 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 if you're on like I was on Celebrity and I'm not kidding that there was very, very few people <laughs> under 48 years old. Yeah, it's skewed to a much older demographic. So the sweet spot musically was ABBA and the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and if you ask me what the number one song was in, in, in February on the ship, it was Cold Heart by Dua Lipa and Elton John. Hmm. Yeah. You, know, you would yeah. never think that you on land, <laughs> but yeah, uh, on the ship, it's a different, it's a different energy. Well, uh -huh. you know, I tell you the one thing, you know, and I, I hear these guys all the time and, and I respect every DJ out there. You know, everybody's the best DJ, right? And I tell people, I say, you really want to test your DJ skills? Go work on a cruise ship. Yeah. They say, well, you guys just play line dances all day. Like, dude, mm -hmm. it's only like 12 line dances. I got four to five hours to fill, you know, in the afternoon and four hours to fill in the nightclub. So I'm just not playing cha-cha and Cupid and wobble every, you know, 10 songs, you know. Um, you know, I learned when I started, they sent me, I trained in, in Miami and then I went to Texas. And then it was a complete different crowd from, especially with Latin music. And I learned the hard way, you know, Pitbull don't fly in the Texas crowd. Like it, it's cool. But when I got to Texas, it was Selena, you know, and Cumbia and Banda, you know, it was a different style of Latin music. Um, and then when I went to the uh, West coast, Cumbia all day, you know, and you got some reggaeton mixture, but you know, it was just, it's like the ultimate boot camp. I tell people it's the DJ boot camp because you may have a group on there from, you know, this part of the country one week and then you got a completely different setup you know people are like man how you know this music like i got no choice but to learn the music because this is what this group of people is coming on board we'll say that the average wedding dj would do really well on a cruise ship you know we all call ourselves open format yeah but to a rock's point it's the next level open. Of, yeah. <laughs> uh, your your crates have crates yeah yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you know, my, my biggest struggle when I got on board was uh, the Caribbean and the Latin music. Like I, I knew the basic, you know, top 50, you know, but when you start getting deep down into it to the regional Latin and the regional Caribbean, then you get the breakdown of different Caribbean Ahsoka music. And, you know, my one guy was like power Ahsoka versus regular Ahsoka versus regular. He's like, it ain't just Bob Marley, like Bob Marley's afternoon stuff. But when you, you start getting to like red, red and, and some of the other, uh, uh, power soca stuff. It's a whole nother level when it comes to Caribbean music. But you learn as you go. This isn't meant to intimidate anybody. It's just saying that you are you are expected to perform at your highest level. Do you guys remember on Facebook uh, in the last couple of weeks there was some back and forth about can you believe the bride wanted me to start forty minutes early and how dare? Oh I yeah, I've seen that. And I'm <laughs> like, I, I I was radio silent because I don't I don't run in that circle. I'm I'm a I'm a pleaser. So my yeah. personality is aligned with resorts and cruise ships because I see yeah. the big picture. I think when a when a DJ goes to a ship, you change your name to entertainer, activity yeah. host, interactor, yeah. Yeah. and I, I I'll say it again, brand ambassador. It's a much yeah. bigger yeah. picture yeah. than us being these solopreneurs and getting in and out at a special yeah. event. It's 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 an attitude. A different mindset. I mean, you, even for Carnival, you can't walk around without your name tag on. Yeah. I mean, you huh. can't leave your cabin without your name tag. You got to have your name tag on. So, 
I mean, you, you guys said yourself, you know, like if you, if you're trying to get like super paid and the cruise cruise DJing is not, not the, what this the is. method now. And I'm not no. going to lie. You guys are making it sound like it's really fucking hard to do. Like, no, it's, it, I mean, not like not hard, but it sounds not super cozy. Like most well, DJ gigs. I you mean, know what I'm so, saying? So, so you, you got to look this way, right? When you get into resorts, say just prime example, Las Vegas, right? You got a residence in Las Vegas, so you're going to get X amount of dollars every week, every month, okay? But your job is to make sure those guests attending that resort get the ultimate guest experience. It's Mm -hmm. not what you want to hear as the resident DJ versus the tour DJ, right? You're not Tiesto coming in, you headline, and you come in, do your hour set. But you're the resident guy. You're the guy that's there seven days a week entertaining the guests that's on vacation. In the same way with the cruise ships, you know, you're there for the guests. The guests are coming to get away you know, they got that one to two weeks off for an entire year, you know, and, it, you know, so you have to start thinking about, you know, you got to You got to think about them versus yourself. You know, that's what I tell people. I say that's any DJ you. gig, unless you're Tiesto, ignoring that, because that's not <laughs> no, none of those people are listening so, to this. So right what now. is I tell you that what is <laughs> put it this way? What is what is rewarding for you guys to do it since it's not really a, a big money thing? What makes you want to do that versus other? Well, want to yeah, go first, what, or do you want me versus to, like weddings versus like whatever being, else just you being a mobile I mean, I op I, DJ? I, I go. I, I'll be honest. I, I tell people all the time. I tell my friends on the ship. You know, I'm I'm not here for the money. Mm. I'm here for the resume builder. It, it, it's a okay. resume builder. Oh yeah, when, definitely. When, when, when I get people to come to me and say, "All right, we don't want to pay your right, your price," and I really know how the difficulty is to charge some of the prices that I even charge in, in Athens, in Ohio, our area, very hard. You're right. You know, so. When people say, well, can why are you charging as much or can you do a wedding with three to four hundred people? Right. And I say, yeah, no problem. And they say and they look at me and I say, well, and that means they haven't been on my website or haven't creeped on my Instagram page. But they will see me on any of those pages in front of three thousand people every day on a cruise ship. And I say, if this company trusts me to run their <laughs> their Lido deck and their nightclub for 100 days at a time, I think I can run your wedding for four hours. You know, so you know, for, for for me as a resume builder, you ain't lying. Resume and and a networker too, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because you never know who's on there. You don't you don't know who's getting on that boat every three to seven days. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know who's on there. You don't know what club promoters on there. What you know, I, I meet so many different people, and I try to exchange cards and everything else. But man, you never know. I feel like they'll just show just once you get handed that gig in the first place, you've already networked so hard. You've like made a, cause I don't even know how the fuck you would even begin, you know, other than your stories to begin with of how you became, you know, like on the cruise ship in the first place. Rick, you would agree that, you know, all these different kinds of DJs, there's like the house heads, there's uh-huh. the gear heads, uh-huh. right? This has to have the latest everything. And then there's like pure musicologists, you know, yep. harmonic mixing. There are the DJs that produce tracks. Mm-hmm. There are other personalities that do this because they enjoy the experience of doing a wedding. I remember the first wedding I ever yeah. did as a, as a young man. I loved that every two two minutes it was an if then equation. It was very cerebral for me, <laughs> you know, navigating right. through all the choices. Yeah, I got play this. I got the host. I got the guest, and this constant, you know, it it just fed me like an, it was an adrenaline that I had not known previous to DJing. Right, <laughs> at some point, you know, you've done the class reunion, you've done the block party, you've done the gala, right. 
the church fundraiser. There's you've done a, the car show. Uh, <laughs> I do the car show, right? You know, the amateur boxing. It just goes on and on yeah. and on. But but to a rock's point to to be trusted by a, you know an international company who has a lot at stake and also it's not being said but the, the reviews are daily the reviews are weekly the reviews are um in the middle of the voyage at the end of the voyage yeah and you get instant feedback you yeah. were too loud they oh. want to hear more island music you know yeah you, yeah it, it, and and you either you're either down with the program or you're not yeah for me who's done so much and internationally i loved the experience of rolling my sleeves up and seeing if i could be a difference maker could i who have not been a passenger on this ship read this audience and be really well received and i, I hit it out of the park i, I got tremendous reviews because I, I nurtured it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I wasn't absent minded going through it. I was very intentional. I would never say, Oh, I just played that. I'm sorry. I can't right. play that again. That's just right. not the, it's not the MO. Mm -hmm. It's not the experience of what this is. Now I'm not saying it's difficult. It might be challenging for some personalities who, you know, who don't like that. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I don't mind. I'm used to at events people tapping me literally while I'm talking on a microphone. Yeah. Right. But if <laughs> Can you're give not, a birthday shout out. <laughs> if you're not Christmas used to that. It would be nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It, it, it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things like you, you have to be an extrovert and I like it because it makes me hone in on my MC skills. You know, I go out, I'm a single out. So it's just me DJing, MC and doing all, you know, so when I go out and I do events, I'm doing everything. Mm -hmm. Set up, tear down, DJing, emceeing event, you know, running everything for the start to the finish. Um, but on this ship, you know, I'm gonna go back to the wedding part. So when I was on the ship in Texas, the seven day, we will have three to four weddings on board a day on embarkation day. So on our home port day, we have people literally get on to get married. Now the couple and a few of their friends and family may stay. Um, but they guests will come on board. They will come for a wedding ceremony and reception, and then they will leave before we set sail. Now, my job was to be the face and the voice when people walked in, you know, first time on the ship. But I had to program other computers, basically running a multi-op on the ship. So I had to make sure all the rest of the entertainment staff that was running the weddings had all the music ready to go and queued up for these brides and grooms. Damn. Yeah. It's not it, it, not fun. I don't want to yeah, paint it. Yeah, it's great, man. It's, it is great. It is great. You guys keep going back to that. For, and then you like give me details. And I'm like, fuck that. At <laughs> the same time. So, like. on, so A Rock, you mentioned a little bit, but uh, can you give out your own cards? Like, can you kind of do your own so, little networking or you have to use a carnival card? Like, what's what's the well, MO there? So they're, listening. Like, they're listening. You know, they frown. <laughs> They frown upon me wearing my brands. You know, all my stuff got my name on it. Even you though know, you wear it all I, the freaking time. Just get it tattooed that's right. on that's your right. face. You know, like, this is just invest me. in yourself. <laughs> Always remember that. Invest in yourself. But, you know, but when I'm on a ship, I got, you know, I have a uniform. So I have a carnival uniform. I have a carnival shirt that I have to wear when I'm DJing on the Lido deck. Now I have a different. So I would change three to four times a day on the ship. I got my, I got my, I'm going to walk around the, the crew area clothes. I got, I got to work out on the open deck clothes. 
I got uh, in the middle of the afternoon, the evening sets in the atrium, and then I got my nightclub attire. Mm -hmm. So I'm changing three or four times, you know, throughout the, the evening. Um, but they they don't frown upon you passing out your own cards, but, you you know, you can't be out there, like, just pumping your stuff up all day mm -hmm. long, you yeah. know, because Believe you're, me, you're like events, like <laughs> events, if they like you, they will let it be known. Yeah. They, you know, I, I, everybody was calling me top dog when it was on day 10 and people were disembarking. I had countless passengers coming up to me. What's your real name? Can I find you? Can I follow you on social? I was and, about to say Instagrams. Yeah, I want to hire you. Can you travel? I'm like, yeah, no problem. If you're, it's yeah. just like special events, right? You don't have to, you don't have to be loud. Yeah, put your name on your laptop skin. You know, I've got wristbands that say my name. But at the end of the day, you don't have to be a, a screamer mm -hmm. or, or blunt because if you're good. Yeah, people will find you. Like, find you know, you. We, we don't supposed to have our name on our laptop skins, right? So, I mean, once again, this is- Celebrities different. Right, this is corporate America, you know? So we're, we're coming in, we are branded with Carnival. You know, mm -hmm. our, our daytime clothes is Carnival, our name tags Carnival. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's one of those things, you know, but once again, you know, even I have to dial it back sometimes because everything has my name on it. You know, I think I maybe got, you know, three shirts that don't have my name embroidered on it. Somehow, he is, he is not know. kidding. Literally his whole wardrobe <laughs> down to his underwear is all a rock entertainment. Hey man. Hey, look, I learned, I, I'll tell you one thing I learned a long time ago and I, and I cut it short, you know, but I took a class at OU back in, in, in 97. Okay. My teacher came up. He said, if Nike paid you all to walk around this campus with your shirt on, would y'all take the money and walk around with Nike shirts? And everybody said, yeah. He said, what if they just stopped paying you in the middle of the quarter? Would you keep wearing a brand? And everybody's like, no. He was like, and he went around the room and pointed out everybody's clothes. Wearing Nike. <laughs> that, that day, I walked up to the t-shirt shop. I was like, can you design my own brand? From 97 on, I've been wearing something with my name on it. You know, because yeah. he made he made a good point. And that's what I think about with Carnival. It's a brand. It's brand recognition. People see that funnel. They know that is a Carnival ship. They know it. <laughs> How do you see I it? Had, I had a different a different <laughs> deal as a as a visiting artist. Um and Eric, you know me. I'm I'm kind of dapper, period. I, I, I don't dress in uh sandals and shorts. Mm -hmm. Um I Every everywhere I was on the ship, I was I was my version of GQ. I was trying to be one better than the guests. And I, I you know, people thought I was management people. You know, they didn't know if I'd been on the ship two weeks, two months or two years. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. It was how I carried myself. Yep. You know, um, which brings up an interesting point, because when you're packing for a ship, you have to really <laughs> think through, you know, how often you're going to be willing to do laundry. Some some scenarios you pay for and some. You don't. Dry cleaning is different than launder. So there's lots of nuance when you do this. But I mean, who are we kidding? I ate like a king on the ship. <laughs> That's I lose know. more weight when I'm on the ship. Believe it or not, I lose more weight when I go on a ship because it's the I'm Adderall. stepping, stepping 20,000 steps a day, you know, because <laughs> I don't drive. So everything is walk, walk, walk. When you get off the porch, you walk, walk, walk. When you're mm -hmm. on the ship, you know, I try to avoid using elevators, you know, and you still have a lot of food on board, but it's still like you just walk in every single place, carrying gear. It is active. Gear. It is cerebral. Yeah. You dance. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would leave my room at like 1040 in the morning, knowing I'm probably not going to get back there till after 8 p.m. for a 15 minute break 
before I'd work till one in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I had these very unusual, like every day was tactical. It was, all right, I've got an hour. Do I return emails? Do I coffee up? Do I nap? (laughs) Right. You You got to take that. Should I I walk the ship? You know, oh, let's talk about the internet for a second. Oh. We're all so programmed (laughs) to look at our phone and regularly check. It, it, you would be a very sad human if you relied on ship internet. So you have to sort of reach, there's no streaming, there's no downloading. You come on that ship prepared. You bring your own entertainment, yep. right? There's no YouTube, there's no Spotify. If yep. if you put a video on on Facebook, I all I would see on my phone is a gray screen. Right, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I'm the gotcha. least interactive on any social accounts when I'm on the ship, you know, well, like I, I, I have content on top of like, yeah, I'm a post this, I'm a poster. And then you go post it. And then the wheel is just spinning and yeah. it's spinning and I it's spinning. Lose my fucking you know, mind. But I, I, I'm going to tell you, it look, it's listen, different. Listen, it's different. listen, 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 exercise in being present. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, I know you guys think like, man, I would not want to work on a cruise ship, but I'm, I'm going to give you the upside of it. Right. The upside is it's probably one of the most rewarding gigs I ever done because you are affecting a lot of people's lives because people come on vacation to get away. They they got that one week. I learned when I first started working with Carnival, we had to take these classes. And they say, do anybody know how many weeks the average American get? Now, and I, and I say American because most of the people on the ship are American or Canadians, right? Just coming on board uh, of one of the ships. Now, most of the crew members is 1,300 crew members, maybe 20 of the 1,300 are americans facts facts Mm, facts. so so you know when you get on board you know you have a lot of you have a lot of people that's looking for that that unwinding you know carnival is known for their their they're known as the fun ship i mean we when people come on i got the music turned up i got the soca music pounding as soon as they get on the ship first guest impressions bam i can't be up there sad i can't be up there crying i can't be up there falling asleep i can't be up there checking emails uh, you know, I got to be on my A game because I'm the first thing people are seeing when they come on board. Mm-hmm. Now we get ready. We get our celebrate party. Here it is. They, the next guest experience. Bam. The big celebrate party. As we're leaving out of Miami or Texas or California, we are the loudest ship coming out of port. Boom, boom, boom. We pass the Disney ships and it's just boom, 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 boom. People like, you know, people like, man, this, this ship is partying. And then from there, you know, you got five days or seven days or three days to make these people one week of vacation memorable, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, and they, it's like I said, it's one of these things. And for me, that, that's rewarding because I enjoy the challenge, but I enjoy like, man, I'm making an impact because people come up to you to end of the cruise. Like, man, thank you very much. I had people that I would not play their song till they came into the club. Cause I knew this was the one song he wanted to hear every night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you play the song? Like, oh yeah, I play it. Mm-hmm. So I wait till they come in. It is, it is rewarding. It's just, you know, you got to, you got to sort of think about what makes you happy. It's not always the dollar, right? Remember when you were a young mobile DJ, you would do events that you thought would lead you into something bigger. You know, you might discount, you might do a, um, uh, you know, you're the sponsor of, of, a, of a, an event because it's the right place to be. It's where you need to be to get to the next place. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not unlike that. I told my girlfriend that However long a ship is, 4,000 feet. I said, for 4,000 feet, I was quite literally a big fish in a little sea. 
Everybody knew me. My 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 name, my face is on the TVs in their room. I'm on I'm on the newspaper. You know, Top Dog is at the Sky Lounge. Come see yeah. Top Dog at the at the Martini Bar. Yeah. It you know everywhere I went, it's like being the mayor. Everybody wants to take pictures. One of the favorite things I did when on disembarkation day was people again. What's your real name? Can I take a selfie with you? How do I follow you on social media? My my last ship, um, this was cute. An, an older man in his seventies came up to me and he had, he had made a watercolor of me. I posted this on my Facebook. He said, "I've been watching you for all ten days. I haven't introduced myself. I'm just fascinated by you." I said, "Why?" He says, "I've been sailing." Uh, for for 30 years, I, I, I'm at the highest level of celebrity. I see all these people all the time. I've never seen anybody enjoy their job more than you. He says, I bet you're this way when you're not on a microphone. I said, I am. I said, it's so funny. If you knew my my siblings or my dad, we're all kind of wired this way, a little bit extra. He says, I can tell. It's legit. He says, you are who you are. I said, you're exactly right. And then he handed me this watercolor <laughs> he said, I, I painted you uh, in action. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, almost fell down. Like, what a gesture. You know, it, it, it was very moving. I mean, it really hit me in a, in, a, in a real way. I was like, you know, who does that? You know, it wasn't financial. It wasn't a pat on the back. He he took the time. He was like studying me. Like, you know, I was like, holy, you know, holy smokes, man. And, and, great. and people and, and people will, will, you know, catch up with you after the shit when I know when you travel or when next time you're going to be on the ship or how long you're going to be on the ship. Um, now with all the vlogging, you get vloggers to come on. They want to talk to you. Say, Hey, you know, yes. you want to talk about, you know, but once again, like, you know, what we run into at carnival is it, not an issue. It's the fact that, you know, we have uh, policies in place, you know, social media policies, you know, and other companies may vary, um, but they want to protect that brand, you know, so we, we got to be careful on, on what we say, who we talk to, you know, taking pictures and everything else. I mean, we can take pictures, but we got to watch what we say to people. Oh, what about this? Eh, you know, yeah, I can't I, tell no you what life is, you know, in the crew area. So yeah, and I actually I took a lot of content while I was uh, on the ship, you know, whether it was me setting up, you know, in, in selfie mode or me putting my phone on a tripod, but I, I, I did take advantage of some of the moments and there were massive crowds. It was very adrenaline filled. And if you're that kind of, I don't know, kudos junkie, it's a great experience right. because you yeah. get immediate response. Your your team says wonderful things. The passengers make remarks. Um, I was interviewed while I was on the, I mean, it, you just, you feel like, you know, a big yeah. deal. And who doesn't want to feel like that? Cool. Oh, yeah. That's why I became a DJ to begin with. Legit. <laughs> Not even joking. You know. You want to be a celeb. No, well, it's just I like getting patted on the fucking back. You want to be you a know, celebrity. Fucking, I've, whether you admit it or not, if you're a DJ, you, no, like, you like it. You know what I mean? Exactly. You like the high five and you're playing the cha-cha slide. It doesn't even fucking matter. If people are dancing and you're causing them to dance, right. it gives you that feeling. It's like a drug. It's a, it's a I, wannabe in a occupation sense. in a way. Most people would imagine it's a... It's a Those it's aren't a, the words I would have used, but <laughs> it's a... <laughs> It's a like fun the, uh... role. Like, like you get the you get to entertain and make people's day for a living. Like, right. it's, it's... I just like you know. And it's not. It's not like just weekends. A Rock said we are doing four, six, nine shifts. Some are only thirty minutes. Yeah. Some are yeah. two hours. 
Yeah. You know, we're intermingling with other activity you, hosts. You and see, doing they talk it all up and then they activity. go back on it and say they do all these shifts. Oh, you guys haven't sold <laughs> well, no, me at all. But, I, I mean, would never but, do you the know, cruise. It's, it's a job, right? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day. They're at worst job. I was at a high point. I was like, but if the argument is there are worse jobs, it's like, that's not the There are worse jobs. I'm just fucking with you. but Look, Howard, I got it. I'm being compensated for like events. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 you're, you're you're being a flat paid for the experience. You know, you don't have yep. expenses on the ship. Right. That's Which is what nice. I was about to say. That's what I was about to add. When you I, I tell people this, right? If you're looking for changing your life, if you're looking for that ultimate experience, go work on a cruise ship because you have no cost of living. Right. You're you're now depends on if you go on as a crew or a guest. You may have a roommate. You may not. Um, you know, your food is, is basically free. Depends on what your privileges are with each company. You mm-hmm. may be eating in the crew mess. You may be eating in the guest area, or you can do both. You got free vacation, basically. You had all the ports. Um, you know, before the pandemic, we can get off at every single port. We usually have the mornings off and be back on board. You know, for sellaway parties. Um, you know, you meet a lot of new friends. You know, you know what my my big takeaway from this is all the people that I have met over the past six years. And I and I tell folks, people like, what's the best no, thing about no. the ship? I say when when the pandemic started, I knew what was going on before it got to the U.S. because I was talking to all my friends in Europe and England, and they were two to three weeks ahead of everything. They're like, yeah, you know, we're we got curfews like what? That never happened. Oh, we got lockdown. What? That never happened. Oh, wait, the grocery stores are closing early. What? Yeah. So I'm talking to these people on Facebook, you know. Stay, staying in touch during the pandemic but these are people like people like yeah how you know this like oh you know my friends from romania or i got a friend from, in italy i got a friend in uk or in broad know. in broad strokes you either get it or you don't the yeah. rewards are far more than financial right if yeah. you look at it as compensation for my savvy my experience my music investment then then well, yeah then don't do it i mean yeah. it's, don't do this. it's cool big shout know? to alex big shout to alex dana so Alex was my boss with Carnival, and now he's doing his own thing now. So uh, I was worried about that. Been on the ship, you know. Hit. Uh, so Rick, you met Alex in Vegas. Yeah, he was I, out in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I, we so, stay connected a little bit. Yeah. So you know, if you trying to connect, you know, Alex is in the chat. But um, I, I will he's talk real quick the about the gear, but not <laughs> too gear. But but not too Gary. Okay, I said we're not talking. So on the ship. So with Carnival, I tell you what's provided when I come on board: two laptops. Hopefully, right? Uh, maybe three. Um, uh, we had SR1s, then we went to SR2s. They are already on board. So we got two to three SR2s on board right now. Um, two DDJ uh, 1000 SRTs for the ships that don't have clubs. The ships that have clubs, we have S9s and uh, CDJ 900s inside wow. the nightclubs. So they got so, decent gear. Like it's so oh, the gear's yeah. there. Now, when it comes to the open deck, there is a line array on top of your head. So on the carnival ship, when I'm on deck 10 DJ, I got, you know, four 18s on top of my head with a line array of speakers. And all we got to do is plug in and go. So same with the nightclub. So uh, Howard said we're moving to different areas on the ship. The only thing we really need to take is our controller and a laptop. Now, with carnival versus with some of the other cruise lines, the music is provided for us. So we got a laptop with libraries loaded on it. And we just got to go through and find the music to make it work. And our laptop is usually, we get music every week, every two weeks, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Not all new songs are the best songs um, because people come on board. Most people don't really want to hear the new, new. They want to hear those hits. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, you know, you're yeah, not like, oh, can story you play of Super DJing right there? Yeah. 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 Pe- people still want to hear the 2000, 2010. And they they want some dance music, you know, I, unless I, it's spring I should, break. I should interject here and say we have had different experiences, right? My, between celebrity and MSC. I don't know how I was introduced. I don't know what the overall sense is. I was given complete autonomous and creative freedom. My programming was unique to me and I got enormous kudos for that. I loved that I wasn't constrained or put into a box. And as a result, I was really able to feed into uh, the, you know, the, the passengers, you know, a-Rock, some of those people that want to stay out till 1, 1.30 in the morning on the ship, you think it's all about the bangers and the absolutes. Well, guess right. what? Guess what? Every now and then someone comes in and goes, I want to hear Meatloaf. I want to hear Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yep. So yep. We do it. Yep. Yep. We do it. Same mm-hmm. way. Same mm-hmm. way. You know, because, you know, once again, you don't know what your guest count is. You, you, you do know, you know, before, you know, the age group coming on. So you can kind of prepare yourself. You know, like we, I did a journeys cruise, you know, the average age was, you know, 40, 48 and up, you know, um, you know, with 2000 people on board. So, you know, I was playing 70s, 80s. I was doing swing parties. Uh, uh, it was a person on there teaching uh, dance classes, you know, um, like two steps and the sock hop type stuff. So I was doing stuff for that. Um, but, you know, the cruise before I was playing nothing but trap music and reggaeton. So, you know, it, it varies every week. You're like, oh, what are we going to play this week? You know, but, you know, we have a really good library and a good setup. You know, uh, I don't complain about the music because I can dig the library and find it. And people come on expecting the brand new songs. You got this song just came out two days ago. Nah, man. Sorry. And yeah. you can't download it. You know, it ain't like you're going to be in the middle of the ocean. Like, I'm about to hit yeah. this download real quick. Don't discount that transfer of energy is mutual back and forth, right? When yep. they're vibing, if you're playing something cheesy, like people in the chat were saying, hot, hot, hot. Believe me, when, works. They're, when they're wilding out, you can't help but but be in it, right? You're present and you're and you're vibing with the guests. I don't have any problem jumping out there and laughing with them and, 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 and dancing with them. It really is fun. And then they feel that right back. Mm-hmm. It's a back and forth. It's not, it's not like every experience that the, the cruise life it 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 feeds me i mean i i leave there feeling very satiated yeah. that i i was a difference maker i, I liked your word I, I was impactful yeah i mean mm-hmm. you feel it it's legit and then you know another thing with with carnival is that we got cruise directors on board so you know the cruise director is the star of the show I'm the co-star with the cruise director. You know, I got to be that, that, that person, you know, it's like a talk show, you know, you got the band that's waiting for the talk show host to drop that certain thing, so you can put that cue in there. And a lot of times, you know, you are that, you are that band with that, that host of the day, you know, the cruise directors, it's the face and the voice of the entire ship. You know, they're making all announcements besides guest services interrupting you, but you know, people know the cruise director and you're next to them all the time from the deck parties to the atrium events you know you're right next to the cruise director and you got to make sure you both are on the same page Mm -hmm. hospitality with an exclamation point yeah absolutely so so your your other stuff that you guys have uh, not the cruise stuff um tell me a little about that i want to hear a little from both of you about that but also like 
uh, like how far out you get your your cruise schedule so that you can schedule both. You know, and, and also like what's the what's the ahead. like what's the split here too? Like or you like two thirds of the year doing cruise ship, third of the year doing events. Just tell us all those yeah. stats. Maybe maybe I could that. address this. So if you want a, a contract where that it's potentially more lucrative, again, you're incentivized to go three, four, six, nine months, right? Right. Yeah. You have to plan accordingly. You can't have a land-based mobile job with commitments if you're a solo op. Uh-huh. I am a multi-op, but I'm also not doing long-term contracts. I'm a visiting artist. I'm a guest, right? So I get the very differences is I get opportunities sometimes inside 72 hours. My exit from my company is so intense. I have to communicate with my pipeline. I have to communicate with my staff and I have to communicate with my vendors. My exit is unbelievably tumultuous. It's not for everybody. That was a really but I'm only going to be gone for a couple of weeks at a time. And I am answering emails like you guys. I have my CRM in the cloud. I can do an awful lot of communication and I pre-word a lot of my um, texts and uh, yeah. emails so they understand I can't give you my full attention right now. I can soon. I want to honor you by letting you know I can't answer that right now in full. But if you're patient, thank you for understanding. I'll, I'll connect with you again soon. Most of my year is being a multi-op. Um, at, at my company, I have, because I do interactive dancers and bar mitzvahs and corporate, I have anywhere between 22 and 30 people active on the roster. Sometimes they are front of house, like dancers, MCs, and DJs. And sometimes they're back of house, my techs, my roadies, my drivers. And then we've got guys that you know maintain the gear. It's, it's quite an operation, but I'm a well-oiled machine. I've, I've been very intentional about, about managing my business on all levels, from, you know, from the marketing side to just having punch lists and, and checklists and really being you know, pretty thoughtful about how we do this. So when I go away, I feel very confident. I have two part-time admins. We used to have an office. We don't anymore. Pandemic ruined that. I'm part of a warehouse share. I've got, uh, 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 there's three companies that live under one roof and we share everything from, from trucks to gear. That's another show guys. Mm-hmm. But that's it, that side of my my production life is another big piece of this. But in the scheme of things, um, it's like everything you've ever been told. You know, set goals, act accordingly. You know, yeah. don't do other things that distract you from your goals. Live, I'm just laugh, at a place love. in my career. I'm an laugh, empty live, nester. Love. I've got a well-oiled love. machine, and I'm able to take advantage of some of these opportunities because I've put a lot of the right stuff in motion. Yeah. What about you, A. Rock? Um, so I've been solo forever. Um, tried tried doing multiple DJs. It just don't work. I don't know why. But anyway, it's because you're an apple story. <laughs> right. That you're right. Um, but you know, for me, I do a lot of uh I do a lot of planning. So Carnival, when I started, they already knew. So I had a retail business for 18 years. So I had a retail storefront. So I had staff uh running my business. I had, you know, a team there. So when I when this opportunity came up, I was able to leave because I had the right people in place for me to take this opportunity. Um, you know, so when I was leaving, I was leaving for a month, two months, three months, four months at a time. The longest I'd done was four months. Um, and that was like when I first started. Uh but so 
with me, I got a lot of automated emails. So I leave, I have a vacation away email. And then I send emails to all my clients I have for the upcoming year. Cause I usually leave in the fall. So I tell people, Hey, I'm about to go on the ship. Um, I'm gonna be gone for X amount of days, you know, but I will get back to you as soon as I get service. Um, like Howard said, you don't have the access of having your phone ready to go with, you know, text messages and emails and Facebook and everything else. You just don't have that unless you want to spend the money for it. Um, so for me, I plan out, I plan my, my, uh, my contracts out uh, way in advance. I would like to do more, but it's hard for me to go out for five days at a time. You know, Carnival, they want you on board for at least 30 days at a time. Yeah. Um, just just because it's just, you know, it makes it simple for them. Mm -hmm. The logistic nightmare is not there and say, you know, moving you, you know, every seven days. And now I have done stuff. I have emergencies came up on the ship and I flew to a port, joined the ship for a week and then flew back home. And they have done that for certain situations. Um, it's a it's a big company. You know, we had a DJ, uh, had a family emergency, had to be off the ship. And the DJ said, hey, man, can you go join the ship? When? Tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, I got my bag ready to go. I literally seriously keep a bag in my closet just for Carnival. Mm -hmm. It has my stuff and it has all my documentations um, ready to go. <laughs> the, the go bag. Um but I, I don't want to hold up the time. I know y'all got your time limit and everything, but you know, I want to at least throw this out there for people who is really interested in working on the ship. Uh, a couple of things you need to have a valid passport. All right. A press kit, a resume. And one thing they don't tell you, which I will tell you right now is your health check, your wellness. Um, we got to do a wellness check every two years. You got to be certified seafarer to work on the ship. Right. So, you know, every two years you got to be ready to go. For me, it's great because it makes me go to the doctor and get a full workup and make sure my cholesterol and everything else is good. But you got to have that. You cannot get on the ship without those documentations. I don't care if you post a sign on that day. If you don't have your medical and your passport, they would say you're staying home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No if, ands, or buts. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it, I, all of this, this is all of this is not news to you guys, right? You're doing adult things. With I mean, adult responsibilities, you got to move though. accordingly. Like me, and it's all yeah. about pre, you know, pre-planning. I I would have never thought about ninety-nine percent of the shit you guys have said so far. Honestly, you know, it's it's a it's a a world that I don't deal it's with. It's a niche it's, within a niche within a niche. You kind of, well, you, if you think it's about just it, different. You know, you know how strip club DJing is its own ball game. <laughs> uh, DJing weddings is its own Tell ball us game. More, Eric. Just Tell the us term. More. Well, I was, you know, I DJed strip clubs for the first. Like, for real? Yeah. yeah. It was I, a strip club DJ. Well, I did it for maybe a year and some change when I was saving up ones. money trying to buy a bunch of <laughs> That's gear. That's my retirement job. Um, <laughs> That's my retirement job right It now. was miserable. It was so miserable. But it's its own I thing. I want to come it's... home with glitter on my gear every night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, just go uh, do proms, dude. It's the same thing. <laughs> glitter all over parties. the shit. But I'm just saying, like, the term DJ, you know, it's just, it's just so vague. You know, it depends on where you're doing it. Each each thing is its own ball game, you know, and, and this, yeah. this is just a bunch of shit that I've just never would have thought of. I bet I guarantee well, I you, this, we could have these know, conversations with strip club DJs and it would be shit that people have never thought of if they've never been in this scenario. You know? I would be well, you sitting know, here like, you know, yeah. Alex is in the group and I tell you, Alex has ran one of the largest multi ops. So Alex Dina is in the group 
And we talk, you know, you guys have talked about running a multi-op. Well, Alex was the guy who was programming, you know, 60 to 100 computers at a time, mm-hmm. sending us all equipment to the ship. So if we had a piece of equipment go down, I'm on the ship email and said, Alex, our laptop went down or our controller. Can you get it to us? Well, I'm going to fly it in to Texas and then they're going to onboard it on the ship and then pick it up here. So he was literally shipping stuff or if we really need it meet another ship in Cosmo in Mexico and the DJ is going to meet you out on the port with the laptop or the piece of gear that you need. Yeah. Well, so, the head of know, a multi-op, it's a logistics thinks this job. is Kush. <laughs> this is a legit, it's a legit experience. Right. And it's uh-huh. very rewarding, but you yes. can't go into this going, this is how I'm going to retire. This is going to build me. Well, no. you're getting relationships and you're getting network. You know, network and and it's 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 really fun i mean it feeds me i, I came back tired but i came back <laughs> i remember why i love the performance side of what i do i, I don't book no gigs for a month usually after i get off the ship i usually <laughs> you just like, sleep book the bare play call of duty fuck everything i hear that <laughs> i, I kind of i'm trying to sleep <laughs> yeah I, that's right right i've been trying to think of like an analogy for like what you guys do in the dj industry or something else so i was thinking it's kind of like uh, if you're a climber, it's like climbing Mount Everest. Here we go. It's tackling keep, keep one of the going. hardest things that some people really just would never really care to ever try. Well, no, it, you know, but the, the, the it's thing a is- super rewarding thing to get to the, the summit of Mount Everest and know you were one of the few that have ever tackled it and accomplished that crazy of a thing. And that and, and that's true, too. You know, like I, I see the guys who DJ and basketball games. I'm like, man, that would be a hard job. Like, you know, like, you know, I see these guys, I'm like, would I ever want to DJ a basketball game? I know, you Probably have to not. sit through the entire basketball game. That would now, be ask so anybody terrible. that does it, <laughs> if they do it for the money, ask anybody right. if they do it, if they if it's hard or they can't stand it. The opposite. Right. They get to meet the players, they get yep. to live on the court, they get to meet everybody behind the scenes. Yep. It's its own network. And mm-hmm. I don't know a guy in that field that would, would that would say, no, I hate no. it. No, right. Yep. No, it doesn't, that, it, it doesn't pay enough. I'm out. It takes and, and a basketball the same thing fan. with the cruise ship stuff. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know, you talk to most DJs that worked on the cruise ship, man. Most people aren't going to tell you it's the hours. But the overall experience is always, you know, 100%. People say, man, you know, we're working eight hours a day, 10 hours a day. You know, but I tell people, like, what else I'm going to be doing? <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, I'm, it ain't like I can get off and, and go down the street and do something. You know, it's I'm mm-hmm. literally on the ship, you know, unless I'm at a port or something. Uh-huh. Exactly. Cool, guys. Well, um, kind of like what uh, A-Rock said there, we're getting towards the end of the show. So any questions uh, in the chat? I didn't really see many pop up. Um uh, we've already talked about vaccines. Vaccines are required on the cruise ships. Yeah, self-explanatory yep. for a company that large. Booster shots, all that yeah, got to be fully vaccinated. I'm 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 prepared to you know to pay it forward. If someone wanted to DM me and say, "Can I get some more insights or answer yeah. anything very specific?" I'm an open book. I'm public. How would yeah. they find you guys on yeah. social media? What's Howard, your... you go first, and then A Rock. Drop your social. Uh, if you're in, medias. if you guys have access well, to the chat, just the drop it. Is Facebook for me, and you can DM me there. It's just Howard Wallach, W A L L A C H. I've been in the in the conference world for the last eight years. Um, I take a lot of pride in in mentoring and and coaching. I don't do it for cash. I'm not selling anything. I don't have a a, a book, a, a CD. A, 
DVD. I, I really am. I can't just, buy your course for ninety nine dollars with uh, no, no, I got none of extra. that. I'm literally just a guy out there. <laughs> Hit me up. I'll sell I've been, you I've been blessed, and I'm just at a time in my career where it makes sense for me. Appreciate cool. that. It's cool. awesome. I'm not. I'm in the same boat with Howard. You know, I don't mind sharing the knowledge. I don't mind talking to people. Um, you know, but if you if you go to my website or you go to my YouTube channel, most of the videos on my YouTube channel is about. Uh, do I lose you guys? No, we're still no, here. No, we're here. Okay, there There's we go. There's like a fan going or something. There. I hear Somebody's, you. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I, I heard a fan in the background. But anyway, so if you go to my YouTube channel, there's a ton of videos on me on the cruise ship talking about how to work on the cruise ship, my day-to-day -day life on the ship, uh, different events on the ship. During the pandemic, um, I did a lot of these uh, Zoom calls like this, but with crew members. So it's probably six or seven Zoom interviews of me talking to crew members about being musicians comedians cruise directors djs host djs and techs on the ship all those like all those jobs are there it's it's you know it's a floating city so all those jobs are there um so if you want to find out more about it it's a lot of videos on my youtube channel focused on that and then of course just hit me up so what's your youtube channel um, just go to A Rock Entertainment. Everything is just A Rock Entertainment. Cool. Yeah, A Rock with a, no K on the end. So no A R O C. I do want to say one caveat. A Rock if with this an isn't a. Obvious. These are these are our own expressed opinions. This isn't going to be everybody's story. Correct. I can yeah. only, you know, A Rock, myself. We can only tell you what's worked for us. Yeah. And how happy we are in that in that niche. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, I if this was a discourse and people were having different ideas and opinions i'm open to it i'm not it's it's right, not a debate right, yeah. it's right this is what has been my experience yeah you know and and i tell folks if you're looking you know especially i talk to a lot of students here um rick no you know i talk to the brick life Absolutely. guys and the young djs here in college and i tell them i said what are you guys gonna do after school oh uh, no i said why don't you go work on the ship i ain't working on the ship we're gonna do go stay at your mom in her basement mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. i'm waiting to the job man yeah, you go get on bitch. the ship make some money <laughs> meet some people Meet some new friends. Don't come home. I would like you know? to do it. Honestly, I would like to try it. I can't because babies and shit, but business. Uh, yeah. Giant. Well, you know what? Look, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell you, but most of the people on the ship have family. So a lot of the crew members, non-US, they're sending 80% of their checks home, take care of their entire family. So you have people taking care of their wife, their kids, their grandmas, their uncles. Um, you know, a lot of people come from small families, small, small villages rather, and they check maybe taking care of half the village. Yeah. So and that's why a lot of the crew that's members true. when are when not pandemic happened. Yeah, when the pandemic happened, man, it was it was you know, we sitting here worried about when that six hundred dollar check coming out and there's people at home like man, they were we devastated. Get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the islands, right? So yeah, you know, you, a, a lot of folks on board got families, man. You, know, you got they, zero they expenses families. on board, right? They're, literally, you zero. have zero expenses. Internet. You gonna pay for internet, some coffee, and and I, beer. I had I I was gifted internet as part of my arrangements, but it's right. like that's crazy though. Or dial up, so don't worry. Yeah. Basically, yeah, you're yeah. you're like on business travel 24, 24 seven when you're out there. It's all your expenses yeah. to pay for, which is yeah. extremely yeah, cool. Basically. That's I mean, that's an know, extremely cool thing in itself, but. We got 24 yeah. hour pizza workout room. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got yeah, you got a gym. You got two gyms on board. You know, burritos, hamburgers. Like my last contract had a Shaq's Big Chicken on board. What? So Shaq. So Shaq. I love Shaq. Oh yeah, Shaq's like heavily invested in Carnival, isn't he? I remember. So yeah, so he was on the ship I was on. He was on. He was on the ship I was on, and they opened up a second Big Chicken um, on the ship. So. You know, it was just like, man, I it was delicious. Hell so, yeah. you following you on Instagram <laughs> <Yeah>. now? <laughs> man, look, it, it's a picture. It's a picture of me, Shaq, his mom, and the CEO of Carnival Corp and the CEO of Carnival Cruise Line. And some Wait, I got a picture of Eric that. and Shaq's mom. What the? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, great having you guys on the show. Um, like Eric said, you guys are spinning out a lot of stuff that's just like brand new to like us so i'm assuming it's like brand new to everyone in the chat maybe not maybe not alex obviously but <laughs> not alex <laughs> alex knows all this shit but anyways yeah um super helpful this is a lot of great information i appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to join in on the podcast um we've already dropped kind of all you guys' links if you guys go follow them hit them up if you guys want to learn more about the cruise ships and everything hit them up they definitely can get you in touch with the right people to join into the cruise line and get out there and uh test they your skills they are hiring like, like everyone crazy. else. Everyone's hiring, but, but they're really hiring. Oh, right I now. bet. I bet <laughs> it's hard to get them back. But anyways, guys, um, thank you guys for tuning in next. Uh, well, in two weeks on the 19th, we will have DJ Mojo on talking about uh, sales without being too pushy. Ooh, That's Mojo. The... And I'm going to correct him and be like, you got to be pushy. <laughs> see, see, but he, he's a high-end solo op, right. so it's a whole different I'm concept. i joking. He is God, super exactly. high-end. Super high-end. That's Beverly Hills. Bougie. Let's just go with bougie. <laughs> I'm <laughs> in a barn. <laughs> right. <laughs> no shit. Have a Anyways, guys, appreciate you guys all for tuning in. Subscribe. We'll see you guys on the next one. Uh, peace out, everyone. Peace.